Hello listeners welcome to another great podcast this is Satavisa for today's podcast we have with us Santil Kumar associate vice president technology and head cloud and devops practice of global logic apac welcome santil to analytics insight it's great to have you here hey, thanks uh, satavisa thanks for having me here thank you now can you please give me a brief about the services provided by global logic apac right Uh, global logic is a digital product engineering services company we were acquired by itachi last year so we are part of the itachi group now uh, we combine uh, experience design with uh, complex engineering and data expertise to help our clients in their digital transformation journey um, we are uh, present in 14 countries we are more than uh, 25000 technologists and we work across multiple industries uh, that includes automotive telecom retail healthcare uh, itech industrials and others uh, so we uh, essentially we create products for our customers uh, that have a profound impact on the customers and their end users thank you for giving me that now i would like to ask you what is the role of cloud computing in transforming the economy technologically and also making it more resilient and inclusive so at global logic uh, we believe that cloud is a new normal right uh, with the onset of global pandemic um, uh, the enterprises and businesses have realized that they have to digitally transform themselves what does it mean it means that uh, you go closer to the customer you make the customer as a center of your business and to do that cloud computing is kind of enabler for that right so uh, what i have seen from nascom and other reports is that uh, uh, the cloud computing is uh, growing exponentially in india for the last 4 years and uh, it is growing primarily because of uh, government initiatives uh, increasing investment in it infrastructure and also due to the growing number of small and medium businesses in india right so as you can see we have lot of unicorns right we have a lot of sectors like banking and financials e-commerce education that are growing rapidly due to cloud investments so that is the role the cloud computing is trans, uh, playing in transforming the economy technologically and also with the onset of 5g um, yesterday you must have heard the announcement by reliance jio where they have announced a jio cloud pc right where even your laptop or the pc would be on the cloud so you just require a dumb terminal with a browser to kind of access the internet and access the cloud and do all your work so that means that every student everyone in india who wants to use the internet they can they will be also using the cloud right so that is how pervasive the cloud computing would be and um, um, so it will transform india and and all over the world technologically and also one thing is uh, with the cloud business model uh, we can use it resources in a paper paper use fashion right so that makes it easier for anyone with internet access to just provision uh, infrastructure on the cloud and then start a business or create a software product right so you can have startups they can take any business idea they can create products by using the cloud computing and uh, also experiment in the market so in that sense cloud allows you to kind of fail fast to innovate faster right so um, so if you see it from that point of view cloud computing is making the 
economy more inclusive as well as uh, more resilient that's great now how do you think the growing demand of these multi cloud infrastructure solutions are helping enterprises like coming from varied sectors yes yeah so we are seeing a growing demand for multi cloud infrastructure solutions so um, the motivations seem to be threefold right uh, one is um, they uh, enterprises want to avoid vendor lock in right they don't want to uh, get logged into the services of a specific cloud provider so that is one motivation for moving to multi cloud the second motivation is to avoid outage right so in the past we have seen very high profile outages in aws in and in other cloud providers and uh, that are affected many businesses although uh, as of now that may not happen the complete platform outage may not happen only specific services of a cloud provider may go down time to time but still i think uh, many enterprises are wary of that and they would like to use a primary cloud provider for their applications and workloads and a secondary cloud provider for disaster recovery and data backups so that is the second motivation the third motivation uh, seems to be um, unique platform services right so some cloud providers uh, uh, provide uh, say uh, analytic and machine learning workloads at a much cheaper rate at a much better uh, faster and Uh, efficient way right so enterprises may want to use that cloud provider for those services so those are the three major motivations uh, another motivation also seems to be cost but then i don't see that it will be very cost efficient if you are a big uh, uh, if you have a big spend right so what we advise our clients is if you are have a big annual spend of say more than 5 million uh, you should negotiate with a with your primary cloud provider to get custom discounts rather than go for multi cloud infrastructure so um, and um, another advice we give to our clients is uh, um, make sure that you have a integrated and a deliberate strategy for multi cloud uh, infrastructure right i mean we should not do this in silos where different departments of an enterprise uh, just uh, kind of uh, um <clears throat> take services from different cloud providers so they should do it in a integrated way uh, because uh, the multi cloud management tools they are still not very mature and they are still evolving so that is one caution that uh, every enterprise should uh, look carefully and then adopt the multi cloud strategy thank you central for explaining that so well to me now i'm really curious about knowing what are some of the challenges that you must have faced while working in this company so one of the challenges is um, kind of lack of resources and expertise right i mean that is one of the challenges all companies face in the cloud domain because you have a plethora of tools in the cloud uh, landscape so it is not easy to get the required talent so uh, what we do is uh, within global logic we have our own in house academies uh for uh, different areas like uh, cloud devops mobile um architecture and uh, in each of these areas we conduct training for our employees and uh, we use a combination of internal smes as well as uh, third party vendors to do this uh so this is the way we kind of uh, 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 take care of the talent gap right and grow our internal uh, talent on the cloud skills um 
also i think hiring from the market would be much costlier right uh, than kind of um, training the internal uh, teams so this is one challenge uh, which uh, we have overcome using our own uh, inhouse academies and uh, this is how i think uh, we also advise our customers to develop their own internal capability uh, through uh, inhouse academies either in partnership with uh, third party vendors or with their own uh, internal assets well that's really interesting now how do you think the growth in the public cloud spending will happen in 2022 and also like in future as india's cloud adoption is like growing in a very fast way yeah i mean uh, what we are seeing is a uh, uh, very accelerated growth in uh, public cloud spending right i think um, that is because one is uh, as we talked about before uh the downset of global pandemic every enterprise every small and medium business wants to transform themselves um, uh digitally right and for that digital transformation cloud computing is the enabler and it also big, brings the ecosystem players together right so for collaboration as well as for uh, digital transformation you require the cloud so um so that is uh, one thing which is accelerating the public cloud spending the other thing is uh, many large enterprises are now using lot of saas products right before they used to have on premise erp uh, products but now they are using the same products on the cloud uh, which is as a software as a service so that is another kind of growing uh, 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 accelerating the public cloud spending and also uh, we are also seeing that with cloud uh, small and medium businesses and even enterprises they can launch their products uh, quickly right and also it helps you give a better customer engagement so that is another motivation for uh, the increase in public cloud spending so i think as per one gartner report uh, there is a more than i think 30 to 40% increase in public cloud spending uh, between last year and this year. and it is only going to increase exponentially uh, with the onset of 5g that was a really insightful answer now i am interested to know that how do you think multi cloud infrastructures are going to benefit organizations that are developing in a very hybrid working environment i mean when you think of a hybrid work environment what you need is uh, uh, you need access to on premise or private cloud uh, for security reasons and also you need access to public cloud where you can run maybe other workloads right so um, multi cloud infrastructure uh, the, the multi cloud architecture it provides the scalability agility and flexibility uh, to large enterprises and the small and medium businesses in this hybrid uh, work environment right um, so uh, within the multi cloud you have a, a sub category called hybrid cloud where uh, you work across uh, on prem or private and public cloud right and this hybrid cloud model Uh, can mitigate the security and compliance risk right with uh, uh, when you use a private cloud for to store sensitive data and uh, you can then use public cloud for other enterprise applications where the security is not uh, a big concern so um, so uh, multi cloud infrastructure really helps in, uh, in the growing hybrid work environment so that's amazing now lastly i want to ask you what are your future plans for this company so uh, in the cloud domain um, uh, what we want to do is uh, one 
uh, we want to kind of strengthen the partnership with the hyperscalers, AWS, Azure, and uh, GCP, and also other cloud vendors, right? Uh, we want to do joint go-to-market initiatives with them, and then uh, and uh, of course the business outcome should be increase in revenue, right, for both of us. So that is one um, important um, initiative that we are taking. The second one is uh, we want to grow the internal um, uh, cloud uh, talent pool, right? And uh, as I said before. Uh, we are using a combination of third-party vendors and internal SMEs and running our own uh, learning academies for that. So that is uh, the second one. And the third major uh, initiative is to kind of enhance our cloud offerings through uh, cloud frameworks and accelerators. Uh, we have a framework uh, to help our customers move from on-prem to cloud and from one public cloud to another. Uh, the framework defines the uh, phases, the tools, the best practices, guidelines, checklists, and um, everything which is required to help our customers in their cloud migration journey. So also we have another accelerator to uh, set up the infrastructure on the cloud. Um, so along with these frameworks and accelerators, we want to add more accelerators. We want to enhance our existing accelerators and thus uh, uh, I mean, kind of enhance our value, value proposition to our customers. That's great. I'm sure this is definitely going to help all of our listeners too. Thank you, Santhal, for joining us today at Analytics Insight. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Satavisar.